This is Podcast Answer Man, episode number four. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Hyatt from MichaelHyatt.com. You're listening to the man who has trained more people to podcast than anyone else on the planet. My friend Cliff Ravenscraft, he is the Podcast Answer Man. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is the podcast devoted to taking your message, your business, and your life to the next level. That's right, my friend. It does not matter if you are brand new to the world of podcasting and online business or if you've been around for many years, there's something we can all do to take everything we do in life to the next level. In today's episode, I've got two topics for you. First, I want to give you an update from episode number three, which was titled, How to Create a Professional-Sounding Live Podcast from the Front Seat of Your Car. And of course, if you listened to episode number three, you actually heard an episode that was produced from the front seat of my car. Now, I came back in the next day, did a little post-production on that, and I got to tell you, I was horrified by the audio quality. It was terrible. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 meaning 10 out of 10 audio quality. By the way, what you're hearing right now, 10 out of 10 audio quality. What I felt episode 3 was, was about an 8 out of 10 audio quality. Certainly sufficient. It would suffice. It would do. (laughs) But I was not pleased with the overall quality of the podcast, given the equipment that I have available to me to do exactly what I want to do. Now, I believe that sitting in the front seat of my car will be an environment where I will create a lot of content over the next several months. Because I go to the gym six days a week, I oftentimes come out of the gym super pumped up, ready to share a message with the world. Fall weather is just around the corner, so I know I'm going to be doing a lot more of that. But I would not settle for me personally. And by the way, this is a description of my standards of audio quality. Please understand, this is not a prescription for you. Episode number three, the audio quality for that, quite frankly, that would be stellar for a majority of people. But I've become a little bit of an audio snob over the past 16 years of producing over 4,500 podcast episodes, and it just didn't live up to the standard of which I'm used to putting out into the world. One of the things that bothered me, there was a little bit of handheld microphone noise. I could hear myself holding the Audio-Technica microphone. Now, in all fairness to the ATR2100 microphone, I do realize that I could have turned the gain down on the Rodecaster Pro. It was set at the default of, I think, 35. And if I would have turned the level down to about 30, probably wouldn't have got as much hand-holding noise there. Now, I did decide, let's try something different. 
how about I get one of those head-worn headsets, those broadcaster headsets with the little microphone off to the side? And I ended up buying, and it's my fault, I bought a cheaper one, an Audio-Technica BPHS, like Boy Paul Henry Sally, BPHS-1 headset with a dynamic microphone built in on the side. And I went out the very next day and did some testing. The microphone quality is pretty decent. I would say it's every bit as good as the ATR2100. Certainly completely eliminated all of the holding noise. Now, with that being said, though, there was a major issue that I had with the Audio-Technica BPHS-1 broadcast headset, and that was that the headphones on that unit are muffled. It sounds like I'm listening to myself underwater. It was terrible. I like to monitor my audio as I'm recording, so that wasn't going to do for me, and so I said that it's already packed up in a box somewhere. Then I decided, okay, I'm going to take my Heil PR40 out and test it. I grabbed my Heil PR40 tabletop mic stand that I had in the studio, and I went out and tested that in the front seat of my car. And I'm like, yep, that's what I want to do. So then I'm like, okay, well, this stuff isn't going to fit inside of that hard case that I got for my Rodecaster Pro. So I ended up buying a new hard case separately just for my microphone and a really good, decent pair of headphones. So here's what I ordered. A monoprice hard case that is 19 inches by 16 inches by 8 inches. Inside of that, it came with foam built into it, which you can cut out little pieces of that foam specifically to shape whatever it is that you want to hold in it without that stuff getting bounced around. And so I I ordered this, and here's what is inside of my Monoprice hard case. It has a tabletop mic stand. It's one of those ones where the base of the mic stand is a couple pounds in and of itself. Then I have a Heil... PRSM, that would be Paul Roger Sally Mary is the model number of the shock mount. So the Heil PRSM shock mount, I had many Heil PR40 microphones in stock here, so I took one of those. And then I went and ordered myself yet another pair of my Sony MDR, that's Mary David Roger, 7506 headphones. And then I also purchased myself a nice six-foot XLR mic cable. Now, inside this hard case, you've got the tabletop mic stand with the shock mount. That actually fits perfectly inside of the foam that I cut out, shaped perfectly for that. My Heil PR40 is fit perfectly inside of that foam. The XLR mic cable has a little slot where that just drops down in there. And the Sony MDR7506 headphones are inside of a hard case that I purchased for like $15 off of Amazon. But I put my headphones in the hard case and then I put that into a notch that I cut out of the foam. And and then I can close this case and I could take that case and put it at the top of a staircase and then just roll it over the edge of the staircase and let it just tumble all the way down to the bottom of the staircase. And the great news is the way that it's packed inside of this foam, 
it would do no damage whatsoever. Not to mention the fact that this case is waterproof and dust proof and all this other stuff. So now in the trunk of my car, I have what I talked about in episode three, the hard case with the Rodecaster Pro. It will still have an Audio-Technica microphone in it. It will still have a three-foot mic cable. It will still have a cheap little ATR2100 tabletop mic stand. It will still have my earbuds with a special adapter to allow me to monitor my audio so that I have everything inside of that Case Logics hard case just in case I didn't also want to bring my big, huge, high PR40 microphone with me, although I can't imagine myself not doing both cases since I am an audio snob. But anyway, I have everything I need for a full-blown show inside of the Case Logic case that I talked about in episode three. But now I have this additional case with this additional high PR40 microphone hardware and my Sony MDR7506 headphones. And I love it. It's perfect. Those two cases go in the backseat of my car. Anytime I want, I just go pull out those cases and I'm ready to produce. In fact, if you want to hear an episode, no, this episode is not being recorded on that. But I'm going to put a link in the show notes to episode 668 of the Cliff Ravenscraft show. It's titled Breaking Free from the Cycle of Indecision. Now, in that episode... I recorded a clubhouse conversation from the front seat of my car using the Rodecaster Pro and the high LPR40 with my 7506 Sony headphones. If you want to hear what that sounds like compared to episode three of this podcast, go check out episode 668 of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Navigate over into the show notes of this episode you will find a direct link to that podcast episode. All right, second topic for today. I was recently on Clubhouse again. And by the way, if you don't know what this Clubhouse thing is that I keep talking about, head over to mindsetanswerman.com slash Clubhouse. If you haven't connected with me on Clubhouse yet, oh my gosh, what are you waiting for? I want to connect with you. Connect with me on Clubhouse. Just head over to mindsetanswerman.com slash Clubhouse. That is an article on my website. It will teach you all about Clubhouse. By the way, you do not need an invitation anymore. It's available for iOS and Android, so it's open to everyone. You'll need to make sure that you get the right app, but all of the details about that, you can find it over at mindsetanswerman.com clubhouse. And if you're on Telegram, you can subscribe to some notifications that I send to people who want to say, hey, Cliff, tell me every time you're on Clubhouse, I don't want to miss it. And it is special notifications just for when I go on Clubhouse. And details about how you can sign up for that are over at mindsetanswerman.com slash Clubhouse. Now, the other day, I was in a Clubhouse room that was hosted by somebody that goes by Producer Jemmy. And Producer Jemmy had invited me to come up on stage and she said, Cliff, what do you think about the future of podcasting Can you make any kind of predictions, all this other stuff? And I said, listen, I don't do the typical prediction thing. And I'm not a huge fan of telling people what I think people ought to do. But I'd love to share with you a strategy that I'm currently involved in that I think might be beneficial to folks to hear. And it's this idea of creating 21 podcasts in 2021. Now, it's it's kind of a thing that I've been joking about. 
not necessarily committed to actually having 21 new podcasts in 2021, but I do think it would be kind of interesting if I did get around to actually producing podcast content for 21 different shows in 2021, and here's why I would do it. And I explained all of that in her clubhouse room. Now, she was very intrigued by that, but it was around the end of her clubhouse room. She goes, I'd love to bring you back or connect with you further to ask you some questions about that. And inside of that conversation or inside of her room was Sid Meadows. And Sid said, wow, I have all sorts of questions about that as well. So the very next day, I was on Clubhouse and I hosted a room titled How to Never Work and Get Paid Well to Do It. Both Jemmy and also Sid came into the room and they each had some questions about this strategy that I just tossed out there. And so what I'm going to do right here, right now, is I'm going to paste in the recording of that conversation that took place on Clubhouse because it is perfect content for Podcast Answer Man. So without any further ado, here's their questions and my responses. Sid, what's going on in your world? Hey, good morning, Clips. Great to see you. Thanks for having me up. I wanted to follow up with you about something the other day in Jimmy's room earlier this week. You talked about your 2021 strategy for podcasting for 21 podcasts for 10 episodes. And that has really been going through my mind. And I just would like to hear a little bit more about that strategy and the impact and the calls to action because I did miss part of the conversation. Sure. So the idea here is that I've been joking around about the fact that now that I have the ability with my Kajabi account to create an unlimited number of podcast shows with an unlimited number of podcast episodes, that I might just get around to launching and publishing episodes for 21 different podcasts in 2021. And this is only slightly a joke because I currently have nine shows in production right now. That means there are nine shows that have received new content in the last month and will continue to receive new content throughout the rest of 2021. Now, whether or not I get around to doing, what is it, the other 11 shows, we'll see. So real quickly, let me just share with you my strategy of what I've got going on. So I'm going over to gspn.tv, and if anybody wants to let their fingers do the walk-in and join me on this journey... GSPN.TV stands for Generally Speaking Production Network, GSPN.TV, not .com, .TV. So the very first show that I have currently is the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, recently released episode number 668 of that podcast. That is my main show. That is the show that is the hub of everything that I offer to the world. It's the fullest expression of who I am as far as a public-facing figure of what products and services I offer today, what kind of message I have to the world, the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. So that's my main show, and that show was originally started in December 2006 as what was called Podcast Answer Man, and for the first 438 episodes of that show, it was called Podcast Answer Man, and then I rebranded it to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show because after about a decade, I got tired of answering the same technical questions related to podcasts, and I wanted to talk about mindset stuff, I wanted to talk about online business, I wanted to talk about some of my desires to change and transform my own life in my health and fitness arena and all this other stuff. I wanted to talk about 
this guy named Cliff Ravenscraft. And so I was, I, I actually had somebody write me a one-star review. It says, bait and switch. The review had stated that the podcast says podcast answer man, but all he ever does is talk about himself. So I fixed that. I just created the 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 bait is <laughs> here's a podcast where a guy's going to talk about himself so that's that show and it, it it's it's fun check it out cliffravenscraft.com then recently i decided to bring back podcast answer man there's currently three episodes it's it's the all new version of podcast answer man separate feed altogether. and there are a couple of reasons why i brought it back sid First and foremost, I brought back Podcast Answer Man because I believe there is an incredible vacuum of a very important message in the podcasting industry. Far too many people out there are failing to understand the value of creating a podcast just because it's fun, just because you desire to put your voice out into the world, just because you have a message that has to be shared and that your voice is important. And it doesn't matter if you have hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands or even thousands. It doesn't matter if you have seven subscribers to your podcast. Here's why it would be worth creating one. And so I just wanted to make sure that that message was out there and how a podcast can transform your life no matter how many subscribers you ever have to it. So I needed to make sure that message was put out there. The other reason why, and it was confirmed, as soon as I released the announcement on Facebook, there were at least five people who says, oh my gosh, Cliff, thank you so much for bringing Podcast Answer Man back. For all of these years, I've never felt comfortable sending all of my clients to any other podcast when they state that they're interested in starting a podcast. So now, what they're saying is, Cliff, now that you once again have a podcast devoted to only the topic of podcasting, I am now ready to continue the flow of referrals to your podcast show, Podcast Answer Man. Now, those people were not going to send them, if, if just imagine you had a hundred different of your clients over the past 12 months that were interested in launching a podcast. You're not going to send them to the Cliff Ravenscraft show because Cliff Ravenscraft barely ever talks about the technical things related to podcasting these days. He talks about things related to mindset that would be valuable to a podcaster, but it's not, it's not the same. But now... All 100 of those people, if Cliff had podcast answer, man, you could send them that way. So first of all, Sid, do you completely understand and agree with that mindset? Absolutely, 100%. Now, there are a handful of people in here that have been following me because they know that I'm a coach, that I do coaching for a living. They may or may not be interested with everything I share in the Cliff Ravenscraft show. They may or may not have any interest in podcasting whatsoever. So the next show listed at gspn.tv is Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. Now, if you click on that, there are currently 18 episodes of that podcast. And those are 18 episodes where if you are a coach or you want to be a coach and you want to take your coaching to the next level, if you want to become incredibly profitable in your coaching career, every single episode without a shadow of a doubt is going to be transformational for you and you are not only going to benefit from it, but anybody else you ever meet that is also pursuing coaching, you're gonna say, oh my gosh, have you checked out Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching? You have to subscribe to this podcast. Does that make sense to you, Sid? It sure does. 
All right. Now, with that, you could probably understand why I also have the Lord of the Rings fan podcast, the Encouraging Others Through Christ podcast, the Twilight Saga podcast, the Family from the Heart podcast, the Virtual Assistant podcast, the Hunger Games podcast, and why I'm probably going to launch a show called Kajabi Insights with Cliff Ravenscraft about why you should use Kajabi for your online business platform. You'll probably understand why I'm going to do a podcast all about Cliff's notes on paid mastermind groups and all sorts of other podcasts that I may launch. So, Sid, with all of that, do you have any specific questions related to the strategy? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks you for sharing all of that. One of the things that you said that I'm really curious about was creating 10 10-minute episodes with calls to action and then leaving them, kind of like the Kajabi one example. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. So let me first take you to Virtual Assistant Podcast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull it up here. I'm going to pull up the dashboard. Now, what I can tell you is that this is a show. I did 38 episodes about my journey of learning how to delegate to a virtual assistant. By the way, you can go to virtualassistantpodcast.com. But anyway, In 2012, I recorded 38 weekly episodes. The only reason I did 38 and not 10, Sid, is because I had a sponsor who paid me $250 every single episode. They kept begging me to renew and renew and renew. Can you do more? Can you do more? Your show is sending us so much business. After nine months, quite frankly, I got really tired and burned out about talking about virtual assistants. And then after 38 episodes, they said, Cliff, will you please do more? And I said, no, I'm done. And and they said, well, will you sell us the podcast? And I said, sure, $100,000 and it's yours. And they said, maybe not. <laughs> and I said, fine. Now, the, here's a couple of interesting things to know about this. I have not released a single episode of that podcast since December 2012. Every month, that show here in 2021 gains at least 100 to 300 new subscribers who listen to all 38 episodes. And every year, ever since 2012, this podcast generates for me approximately twenty-four to $75,000 a year in revenue. And that is because people come to me and say, hey, Cliff, I found you about two and a half months ago when I was searching for information about hiring a virtual assistant. That's when I discovered your virtual assistant podcast. I listened to all 38 episodes. Now, at the end of the final three episodes, you said I should check out your podcast, Answer Man podcast. Took a little bit of digging, but I realized you actually rebranded your podcast, Answer Man, to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. Once I figured that out, I've been listening to your Cliff Ravenscraft show. Now, I have listened to every single episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show that you've produced for the last two and a half months. And I want you as my coach. I want to join your next level mastermind. Sid, does this make sense why I would put out 10 episodes and let it sit there forever? Absolutely. If I had any other question about this so that you can get to Jimmy, is call to actions at the end. You're just directing them to the next podcast or are you directing them to your website to a free download? Can you highlight that just for a second? 
Sure. So let's pretend I'm doing an episode of my Kajabi Insights podcast. I'm going to do an episode for you right here, right now. Hold on. Let me, let me, uh, I'm going to show you how easy this is. So I'm going to go over here and I'm going to pull me up some music. Kajabi Insight podcast episode number one. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining me for the very first ever Kajabi Insights podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft. I am your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, and today I'm going to tell you how you can take your business, your message, and your life to the next level using the Kajabi platform. Well, welcome to episode number one, and let's just pretend that I've given you a little bit of an introduction, and today I'm going to talk to you about the top 10 reasons why I chose to use Kajabi over all of the other platforms. Let's just pretend I just now talked for about eight and a half minutes on that topic. Okay, so you might be thinking, are you ready for Kajabi? Well, first of all, I want to tell you that normally you could go over to kajabi.com and get a two-week free trial, but don't do that. Head over to mindsetanswerman.com slash Kajabi. Now, if you do that, it is an affiliate link. I will earn a commission. It won't cost you anything more, but I will earn a commission for as long as you keep your Kajabi account. It's one of the reasons why I'm bringing this content. So if you want to say thank you for the Kajabi insights that you're getting from this podcast, one of the way you can say thanks is using my affiliate link. But not only will it not cost you more, you'll get a 30-day free trial. That's even more time for you to play around with it and make sure that it's the right platform for you. So again, don't delay. Head over right now, mindsetanswerman.com slash Kajabi. Hey, and before you go, if you're enjoying this content, I wanna let you know my main podcast, The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Just look for The Cliff Ravenscraft Show in your favorite podcast directory. And by the way, If you're a business owner and you're ready to take that to the next level, you'd like to do life with other people who understand what it's like to live life at your level, who understand the risks that you have taken to be your own boss in this world, you'd like to have a group of people who have experience, education, all sorts of skills, talents, abilities that would bring a great deal of insight and give you informative, meaningful feedback on your business decisions that you're facing on a weekly basis, you might wanna check out my Next Level Mastermind for business owners. Also, if you are not quite yet a business owner, if you haven't quite taken that leap, if you haven't already seen some success, you might not yet be ready for the Next Level Mastermind, but I'd like to help you get there. I offer one-on-one coaching as well. I'll tell you what, to learn about all of that stuff, just head over to cliffravenscraft.com and click on the Work With Me tab. I look forward to the potential of working with you. Until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset Answer Man. Sid, those are my call to actions. I would do that at the end of all 10 episodes. I mean, for anybody listening, that was a masterclass in less than five minutes on call to action. Thank you, Cliff. That was amazing. I really, really appreciate it. And I love the music too. So, My pleasure. I, 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 I was going to choose this one. Oh, yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about taking your Kajabi to the next level. <laughs>
So good. Thank you so much, Cliff. My pleasure. Jamie, what's up? All I can say is I never thought I could be turned on by a Kajabi commercial. And that just <laughs> <happened>. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Was that your own voiceover or someone else? And if That's someone me. else, what's his phone number? Dang it. All right. <laughs> That was amazing. Well done. Well done. Thank well, you. hey, Cliff, it's great to see you again. Um, and there is a nice voice message waiting for you on Instagram, uh, as promised, from me. But it's so funny because I was sitting here, I was thinking, you know, I don't want to hijack the conversation with podcasting questions. And then Sid came up and asked all of my podcasting questions based on our last question. Sorry about that. No, no, no apologies, Sid, because you know what? I love I love a good challenge. You caused me to dig deep and think of what I would like to bring out of Cliff now. So I have a question. As you're talking about putting all these different podcasts together, and first of all, yes, God bless you for reminding people that sometimes, and I forget myself, being the business of it, that sometimes, gosh, just go out and have fun. Like, make a podcast just for the hell of it and the fun of it, and we forget that a lot, so thank you for that. But as you're putting out all these podcasts, some that are clearly still business-related, some that are clearly more hobby and just interest-related, I'm curious, I have, to, I have two questions. My first one is, how are you promoting and marketing these different shows? Are you doing them separately somehow? Are you just kind of putting them out there and letting them marinate? I'm really curious about that. So there are a couple of thoughts to that. First and foremost, I want to let you know that the shows are self-promotional. So for example, I'm very boring when it comes to the titles of my show virtual assistant podcast or twilight saga podcast or hunger games podcast kajabi insights there are reasons why my show titles are boring because they clearly state exactly what that's about and there are people looking for podcasts in podcast directories for virtual assistants or for twilight or for kajabi or for coaching. And so that's why I choose those titles. And if I did nothing to promote those shows at all, the names of the shows are going to attract people. I just have to say that is amazing. That's an amazing SEO strategy. And when I was like, when you just mentioned, you know, your tip about the 10 episodes, I was just like, wow, I can do that. Like that tip was gold, but you're doing it strategically, which I love because it's all about SEO. The reason why that podcast, the virtual assistant one, is getting traffic all of these years is you were very strategic about how you named it, even the domain that you got. I mean, I have to hand it to you, Cliff. That was really smart. Your most recent episode, it's speaking to me. I'm going to be listening to that today. Awesome. I love it. So cool. So yes, and and that's the thing. That's the other thing that I do is I go and buy a domain for every podcast. Not every podcast has its own quote unquote full blown website, but it does have its own page. So for example, if you go to virtualassistantpodcast.com, that's just going to take you to a page on Kajabi that hosts those episodes for that podcast. I have twilightsagapodcast.com, hungergamespodcast.com. I will get kajabiinsightspodcast.com if kajabiinsights.com is not available. Cliff's notes on profitable coaching is notesoncoaching.com, I think is the domain. Anyway, so I get those kind of um, domains to go with it as well. So there's a lot that happens that even if I never do anything purposely to promote those shows, it's perfectly fine. And in fact, 
My goal is not to promote those shows. My goal is for those shows to promote the Cliff Ravenscraft show and cliffravenscraft.com and my work with me page. So that's the key is that that these things are the satellites that pull people in who have never heard of Cliff Ravenscraft, introduce them to me over a brief period of time. By the time they finish all that content that's there in that feed, they have come to know, like, and trust me and a percentage of those people become fans and want more. And that's the reason why I think one of my desired goals for 2021 is to go back and refresh the virtual assistant podcast. I'd like to get it from 38 episodes all the way down to only maybe 10 or 15 episodes and just have super awesome content that isn't any fluff. I Quite frankly, I would have never done 38 episodes if I didn't have a sponsor. And so not every episode is super awesome, 10 out of 10 quality content. So I could even get more results from it. Now, I do do a little bit of cross-promotion. So, by the way, let me ask you this. At any point since we've had this conversation, have you opened up gspn.tv yet? Actually, I have. I have it open up on my computer right now. I opened it up this morning in anticipation of starting to send you some voice messages. (laughs) Exactly. So here's the interesting thing. In each of the directories, because these are pulling off of my Kajabi page, when somebody is in a podcast app of their choice, the show notes will lead people, have the ability for people to go back and click on links that go into the page. And of course, that's going to lead them, if they're they're listening to the Twilight Saga podcast, and they actually go and check out twilightsagapodcast.com, for any reason, if they click through any link there that takes them back to my site, that site is actually on gspn.tv. If they see the header or the, the nav menu, they'll click around and boom, it's like, oh my gosh, Cliff has how many shows? Eventually, I'll have all 40 plus shows and all 4,500 podcast episodes on that site. Anyway, they'll learn that. Now, at the end of our most recent shows, so one of the things that I do is I keep a, a list inside of my day one journal. I have a journal for all published content. And what I'll do is I'll look at what was the date of the last episode of this podcast, the one that I'm doing now. And then there might be 15 podcast episodes of, let's just say, seven different shows that I've published since the last time I've done this podcast. Not all of those shows are going to be relevant or of interest to the people of this particular, it depends on what podcast I'm recording. So for example, if I'm at the end of a Twilight Saga podcast, I might promote the most recent episodes of the Family from the Heart podcast with my wife. But if I'm doing a Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching podcast, I might actually promote the most recent episode of Podcast Answer Man and the most recent episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show. So at the end of each episode, I can also do call to actions to check out specific episodes that I will promote. Hey, if you're enjoying Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching, here's why you must listen to episode 668 of my main show, The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. The title of the episode is How to End the Cycle of Indecision. If you've ever struggled to come up with a decision and stick with it and not ask what if, what if, what if, and cause yourself to think that, you know what, I'm just gonna be paralyzed from paralysis analysis. I'm gonna be stuck or I'm I'm gonna be fearful. Did I make the right decision? If If you've ever held any of that in your life, right now, at the end of this episode, 
Do a search for the podcast. It's called The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Look for episode 668. That's what you should add up next. Jamie, does that answer your question, how I promote those shows? <laughs> it does. And I have to tell you that like vanity URLs, link backs, SEO, all of that stuff is super my love language. So I'm, I'm all about that. I was a website designer and developer in my form, one of my many former lives. So yeah, that's all really landing for me. And so that leads me to my next question then. Yep. Sometimes we often hear the message of, and especially from people who've been there, done that. A lot of times they say, really become known for one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. Um, And I'm just curious. So as you were putting out all these different shows, some that are, you know, and again, very business oriented, some that are very hobby and lifestyle oriented. Are there, are there any, or were there any negative consequences that you could have like foreseen, perhaps a dilution of your overall messaging, for example, or your overall public image, for example, like just a delusion of, of what, who and <laughs> Cliff Ravenscraft is? Is there anything like that that you had to consider? And if so, did you just say like, screw it, I'm just going to go forward and, and have fun with this? Or did you say, you know what, maybe that is an issue I should consider, and here are some, a couple of steps I can tweak how I deliver all of and, and put all this stuff out there. I'm super curious about that as well. Thank you, Cliff. So they say the jack of all trades, but master of none, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So the what people don't realize is that they always use that quote to say, this is why you should really focus on one thing. You don't want to be a jack of all trades and a master of none. However, the quote, actually, the original quote is, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. There are a couple of things that come to my mind as you ask this question. First and foremost, there is no right decision in any area of life. There are only decisions. Every decision that you make, whether or not I want to focus in one area and become well-known, I want to make sure that if anybody ever hears my name, they think this, and I don't want to dilute my brand. If you go in that direction, there are obvious benefits that go with that, but there are potentially obvious, maybe not so obvious, but there are also drawbacks to becoming the master of one thing, of going all in on one basket. Such as, what if I decided, you know what, I just wanna become a live conference guy. I really love this Free the Dream conference stuff that I've got going on. The first two years have been life-giving. I'm going to give up all of my other stuff and I'm just gonna go all in on physical, in-person conferences. Well, there may have been a drawback to that decision had I gone that route in 2020. Matter of fact, I'm very close friends with many people who their thing, their master of one of the trade, is they are highly paid professional public speakers. I'm talking about some of my friends who get paid $35,000 for a keynote address. They speak to crowds of thousands and thousands all year, every year. And they really don't have a lot of other income streams to go with. And so I can tell you right now, now, 
they're very successful for many reasons and you don't get to that level without having some other skills. And and while they may have not have promoted them, most of those friends of mine were able to bounce back and find ways to do some virtual stuff and to do some key, some teaching and coaching and, and stuff like that during the lockdowns. However, they weren't commanding their $35,000 speaking fees like they were before. Yeah, and so, I produce for a lot of people, um, podcasts for a lot of people who are in the wedding and event industry. Yep. High, like top top of their game, multi-million dollar wedding, royal wedding kind of people. And they were decimated the last couple of years. So yeah, I get, yeah, I hear what you're saying loud and clear. So, and then of course, you could go in the other direction. Listen, I... I'm going to let the world know I'm a multi-passionate, multi-skilled person that I bring a whole lot more to the table, such as what I did. It's like, listen, hey, I know I could be a successful life insurance agent, but I'm going to show you that I can be a successful podcast coach and consultant. But I'm also going to show you that I can be a, a successful content creator that generates income from advertisers and sponsors in entertainment-based podcasts. And by the way, I'm going to show you that I can be a mindset coach. I can do this. I can do, hey, look at what I can do. I can do this. I have all these passions. And yeah, there are some potential drawbacks with diluting your brand. And there might be even additional potential drawbacks to that decision. But man, there are so many benefits to that decision. So many people that see, oh my gosh, Cliff has way more to add to the table. And so therefore, somebody might be thinking, gosh, I wonder who I should hire to help me launch my podcast. Should I hire so-and-so who just basically answers a bunch of technical questions related to podcasts? Or should I hire a guy who was top 10 in one company and top 10 in a second company in two different life insurance companies, top selling life insurance agent selling only term life insurance, two companies in the same year. Do I want a guy who has that kind of sales record? Also, by the way, a guy who has trained more than 40,000 people how to podcast, including big names like Michael Hyatt, Amy Porterfield, Pat Flynn, and the names go on and on and on. And a guy who lost over 100 pounds of body fat, works out six days a week and gave up eating sugar for the rest of his life and has kept it off and has continued to do that and is approaching his seventh year. And also a guy who can put out seven to 15 podcast episodes in the week. Also who does this. Also who does it. Jamie, who do you think you're going to hire to help you, you launch know, your podcast? You know, 100%. You're right. When I, when I, in fact, when I became approached to produce for those wedding event people, the gentleman who was, he wanted to parlay his one podcast into a network. And he got on the phone with me to kind of just ask a couple of questions. He knows that I, I manage the horse radio network, just kind of ask some questions. And in that conversation, he realized that not only do I know all this stuff about podcasting, but that I also went to law school, I have two business degrees. I know website design development. I can design a website from scratch. I know SEO, all these other things that were all the pieces that he need to make it from a business standpoint, really all come together. And he was like, oh my gosh, you're the person. I thought I was just going to pick your brain to ask questions so I knew how to find the right person. He's like, but you're the right person. And it was because he, he didn't realize that I had all this other stuff in my wheelhouse, but I'm known for podcasting. So I guess you're, you're making me become self-aware, Cliff. I think I'm answering my own question. <laughs> you know, my purpose in life is to help people become self-aware. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome connecting with you, Jamie. I hope that we get many more opportunities. Well, there you go. That was my conversation on Clubhouse the other day with Sid and Jemmy. 
I hope you got a lot of value out of this conversation. I hope you also enjoyed hearing my update on the addition of the Heil PR40 microphone to my travel studio setup in the trunk of my car. Anyway, links for everything I mentioned at the beginning of the show, all of the additional items, They'll be in the show notes for this episode. Of course, if you want the link to the original case from episode three, those links are in the show notes for episode three. Don't forget there's an episode link to episode 668 of the Cliff Ravenscraft show where you can hear that podcast episode that was produced in the front seat of the car that sounds a whole lot different than episode three of this podcast And of course, don't forget, there'll be a link to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash Clubhouse. I want to engage with you on Clubhouse. Don't forget to head over there at MindsetAnswerMan.com slash Clubhouse to learn how you and I can get connected in one of these rooms that I host. Now, before I go, you've probably heard me mention this at the end of each episode, but I also am available for one-on-one coaching And also, if you are a business owner, full-time self-employed, and you've got a little bit of experience under your belt of selling products and services, if you'd like to be in a group of other people who understand what it's like to own a business, to run a business, and to press through every obstacle, a group of people who understand the decisions that you are facing and who can give you meaningful feedback and advice, as it relates to those decisions, well, that's the next level mastermind. Now, of course, I talk about these things, but I'm going to begin sharing with you some testimonials from time to time, and here's a testimonial that Ray Edwards shared after traveling all the way to Northern Kentucky to spend a day with me here in the Next Level Studio. Now, I haven't promoted my Day with Cliff coaching package where you can come spend an entire day with me. If you want to talk to me about that, make sure you email me, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. But even though his testimonials about promoting that spend the day with me, what he's talking about is also available to you from the comfort of your own home, through my one-on-one coaching. Here's what my dear friend Ray Edwards had to say about the style of coaching that I do. Hi, I'm Ray Edwards, and I'm sitting in Cliff Ravenscraft's Next Level Studio, and I was here to spend a day with Cliff. And it's an investment that I was happy to make. And you may say, if you know anything about Cliff and I, you know that we're friends. We talk a lot. And you may wonder, well, Ray, you have total access to this guy. Why would you invest in doing something like this? Well, first of all, it's because there's a phenomena of we become too familiar with people. And maybe you don't have the same relationship with Cliff that I do, but maybe you've listened to him. Maybe you've watched him on YouTube or Facebook. And you think you know everything about Cliff, I'm telling you, you don't. His ability to speak into my life, my situation, to help me see things that are bonds, really, that are holding me back from the level of success I could be achieving, and to break me free of those bonds and give me the freedom to accomplish the things that God put me on this earth to do, and specifically in my business. He has given me such insights. I mean, I I walk away from here thinking, I... I should have invested much more. I got much more value than what the investment cost me to be here. Cliff is a person who has walked the path that you're on. He has seen the hazards, the dangers, the pitfalls, and he knows the way around those hazards, dangers, and pitfalls. And he can help you see things that you can't see yourself because 
it's difficult to read the label when you are inside the bottle. And that's where you are. You need somebody to help you read that label and figure out the key to your specific path to more success. So I encourage you, without hesitation, to invest in spending the day with Cliff. You will not be sorry. Well, there you go. I am not currently promoting my Spend the Day with Cliff program right now, all this COVID stuff that's happening. I'd be willing to discuss it with people if you want to discuss if that's a possibility for you to travel here and what that might look like in these times. But again, the kind of coaching that Ray talks about that I do is available to you from the comfort of your own home through my one-on-one coaching package. Just head over to cliffravenscraft.com, click on the work with me tab on the website and submit an application today. I look forward to the possibility of helping you navigate to new levels of success and helping you take everything you do to the next level. Mindset and Samantha.